0: Welcome back to JM Radio, everybody. My name is Jeremy Siegel, and I'm alongside my co-host, Mike. Hello there. Hi. Hello, Mike. Uh, Today, we have a very special guest. Uh, He hosts the One Book, One Album, One Film podcast, and his name is Tom Falconetti. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you guys? Good, good, good.
1: You failed to mention that he was our English and film teacher, but
0: I didn't know if you wanted us to mention that part. He is also our English and film teacher from high school.
1: Yeah,
0: but more professionally, he hosts a podcast. <laughs> I don't know if that would be the accurate uh, description, but yeah, absolutely, it's so, true. So, how are you? Uh, I'll probably refer to you more as Falco as the episode goes on. So, if anyone is that's, wondering, that's fine. Is, yes
2: how are it you? Would be, I'm doing well, guys. Uh, I'm, I want to say that I'm honored that you guys invited me on to this podcast. Uh, I'm, I'm super psyched to see that you guys are doing something like this, like it, and it's, it's really, really cool. Um, so I'm really, really happy to be here and, uh, you know, sharing, uh, this podcast glory that you are a part of. I have to admit, and
0: maybe Mike will chime in on this. Uh, it's very weird for me to have one of my former high school teachers on a podcast if I'm being fully up I mean, front. Uh, I'm honored. Time. Don't get me wrong. But uh, well, it's,
2: yeah. Go ahead. Mike, you were saying?
1: No, I wasn't saying that. Go ahead.
2: Oh, I mean, you, you guys you guys graduated, what, six, seven years ago? Five? Is that
1: long already? Five. five At yeah. five.
2: Five years? How old are you guys?
1: I'm
2: 22. Siegel's 23. Oh yeah, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. You guys are you, you guys are big boys. Um, you know, in fact, I mean, Siegel. I saw you. I was like, what's going on? You look like Leon Russell with that hair. <laughs> I don't even know that reference. <laughs> you don't know that reference. Oh, well, you know, go back to the 60s, uh, go back to the 60s and 70s, and you'll find Leon Russell.
0: Oh, that's that's my music taste. So that's surprising. If that's a musician. Yeah, that,
2: that is, it is. It's a musician. Yeah, he's a so- songwriter. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Definitely uh, check out some Leon Russell.
0: Okay, I will definitely look into him. Um, to comment on my hair, I just stopped caring during COVID and let it grow, so it's not usually like this. But this is like a year and a half now of just letting it grow. Sort of what happened to my podcast.
1: <laughs> oh no! Not, you know, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a one book, one album, one film super fan, so I'm, I'm sad that you haven't uploaded. It. I figured. Like, Mike, it's Mike it's is the
2: only album. super fan. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's
1: the only one you need.
0: I mean, it, it's a good podcast. I feel like it takes a lot of time to research and try and make connections with all that different media yeah. you have to watch.
2: So, yeah, yeah that's, that's why yeah, we... Yeah, we, like, we go ahead. Book. Yeah. So. It, 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 it is a really... um. It's an a long, painstaking... Well, I wouldn't say painstaking. I'd say it's a long process because every month we try to read one novel or nonfiction text, one book, and we listen to an album and we listen to it carefully, or at least we try to... Um, And we watch a film and they're all usually related to some theme that ties them together. Um, So in the past, we've done an album where we just covered. um, uh, So um, war, we had a war novel, we had a a movie about war and we had a, um, an album that in some way dealt with war. And we try to keep it pretty close like that thematically um tied but it does it takes a while to read and 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 listen carefully and and watch a film it's hard and then finding time where three other four people can all get a common time who all have children or three out of the four of us have children it's a really difficult um it's like it's it's sort of like a second job it's it's and we're not getting paid (laughs) it's great no no ads but, no, but, but, sense? no, no, I mean, I don't even have an interest in like pushing that. Like, I that's good, yeah. We just have fun with it, it's really fun. And, and yeah, if there's yeah. someone in my if, if Mike listens and he's our only listener, I'm happy with that. Like, you know, I mean, that's great. It's I'm super happy no, to I, have I, I, anybody I love listen. To
1: you guys talk about stuff, so I'm glad I like I want to listen to you talk about our music, so I'm glad to have you here. Very, I'm are very you, happy are, you, are
2: you sure? Okay. I don't think <laughs> you do,
0: Mike. You haven't heard his comments on your music yet.
1: Mike Siegel, have you?
0: No, but I, I, you told me things about him writing to you and saying certain things about music, and now I'm scared about what he thinks about my picks.
1: I might just I think, leave the call when we get to tally hall. I might just
0: out of oh here. god, out of everyone here, I think Falco has the most like experience in music. <laughs> like I'm pretty sure you like play music and stuff like that. Like I play it, but like amateurly.
2: Um, Oh, my, my, my musical ability is uh, really amateur. And, um, but you know, I do listen to like, I spend a lot of time listening to music. I spend a lot of time buying records and a lot of money buying records. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I, I mean, right now, if you can see behind me, you probably can't really see, but there's a drum set behind me and I'm sitting, my computer's resting on top of a piano and there's a giant speaker on top of the piano. (laughs) And I've got, Turntable and every all stereo equipment to my right, and I get guitars and basses and all sorts of crap. You'd think I was a lot more um, talented than I actually am. Um, but well, yeah, got but I do, tend
0: to a headset. So.
2: You know, yeah, it's professional. Have, I've got a few of these. Yeah. Um, so, uh, well, but I just I spend a lot of time listening to music. Uh, I, I am a bit of a junkie in that sense.
0: Okay, so speaking of music, these are what my lead-in questions were going to be. Go uh, we it. asked our last guest and even our intro podcast was like what's your musical journey so you start when you're young what were you listening to and then as your years progressed how has your music
2: taste changed how would you describe okay. it all right i can this might be a longer answer than you expect or i don't know so i start <laughs> usually I figure, like you know as as a kid um as a really young kid my parents really didn't have uh they weren't musical in any sense and they had very like you know uh as as the kids might say basic bitch um tendencies as far as listening to music i mean i, I don't know it, it, they were really la- you know lame to be honest like with the exception of my mom liked elvis um okay. and and elvis is awesome um it's the one thing i think i've taken from their record collection which consisted of maybe 10 records Um, But the one thing that my mom did do is every week when I would get 100 on a spelling test as a little kid, I'm talking second, third grade, we would go to the local record store and she'd buy me a 45, which would be a single, right? It'd be a 45 um, single. And uh, so I had all these pop singles, right? Like, so you start off whatever you hear. Back then it was just radio. So you got everything. Your entire world of understanding music was based on top 40 radio until you became – uh, until you had someone take, take you under their wing, like an older brother or an older cousin. I didn't have older brothers, but I had older cousins. And um, we also, it became the age of video and MTV. That's when it first okay. came up. And I was a kid. And so like every week, I didn't have cable at this point, but by fourth grade, they had what was called Friday night videos. And every Friday night after the news... They would, it would come on, and it was late. So Friday night was the night I got to stay up late, and I would beg my parents to be able to watch Friday night videos. And um, then I started like kind of, they're uh, curating a, um, a sense of what I liked, not just pop. It would just be really more like rock and roll, and like a little bit on the. The metal edge, um, like Good. things that were hard rock, like Def Leppard and Van Halen okay. and 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 even the, the police were a big thing for me. Like my first two favorite albums were Def Leppard Pyromania and the police synchronicity. I had them on tape cassette. I, I got them for Christmas and when I was in fourth grade. So I would have been, I think, nine years old. That's when I really is like the beginning of my true journey. Um And then as I got a little bit older, like so middle school, I remember buying Metallica Ride the Lightning in seventh grade because I went to the local um, flea market and they had a real record booth. And I went there to get my drumstick signed by the Twisted Sister drummer, AJ Perro, who was a local – he was a local hero. And so when I get to this little booth, I I get him signed and I was like, oh, I have like $10 on me. I'm going to buy a tape, you know, because I didn't buy records when I was a kid. I bought tape cassettes. They were just easier. Um, and I didn't have a good turntable. So I buy ride the lightning based on the fact that it, it was a wicked looking cover. It just had this electric chair and lightning striking it. And it was just like, it looked evil, you know? So I had to have it. it and I knew I would get in trouble if I had it. So my dad was like a little weird on the religious like edge, like over the top. Oh, yeah. So, um, he, he just like saw it as the devil's music. And if, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the, um, uh, satanic panic of the 1980s yes we mentioned that in one of our last episodes so
0: yeah oh, i'm awesome i'm familiar with it i don't think Mike so yeah that's my no, I, I,
2: so, I know what it is. Yeah. so okay. he fully bought into this he fully bought into the satanic panic and and like people kids killing themselves over you know backward back masking which was like you know these backward messages if you played the record backwards it would tell you know kids to do terrible things like you know um you know commit suicide NSA. or i don't know or yeah or or skin cats or something Um, it's silly. Uh, but anyway, I had to hide it. And, um, and I, I remember turning it up, playing it in my, in my tape deck and hearing the opening of it. And it was just like this acoustic guitar. And it was, I was like, I didn't expect to hear acoustic guitar and it was a bit ominous. And then all of a sudden it's just like a a barrage of electric sound and ripping guitars comes at you. And it's, whoa, I, I don't know if you guys are familiar with that album, but, um, or with Metallica at all, but. Bit. That was, uh, that was a big deal. And then like, you know, at the same time I was experiencing, um, license to ill, which I also had to hide for its parental advisory content by the beastie boys yeah. who are to this day, one of my top fa- five favorite like groups. I love the beastie boys. Oh, Absolutely surprising. love them. Um, Oh yeah. I mean, I, in fact, my college girlfriend, like thought I liked the beastie boys more than her. Um, <laughs> and, and I literally have uh, a birthday card from her saying, although I'm not a beastie boy, um, I still hope you like me or something like that. And it was, and I mean, you know, I did, I did like her. Um, but I do still love the Beastie Boys more than her to this day. Um, yeah. And 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 then from there, I'll be honest, I, I really got into, um, as I was like 14, 15, I went from heavy metal into, and it, which was a natural progression, punk rock. And you get all this stuff from your older cousins and friends who are into it. And I got really into going to see bands and the local punk rock scenes and You know, you go to college and grunge was hitting. And so Nirvana and Pearl Jam, all that stuff was big. And I kind of like opened up to that stuff. Uh, And then as you get older, you start listening to everything. I listen to jazz in my 20s and I I love jazz now. And uh, I love like, you know, African music and Brazilian music. I'm a big fan. Um, But I I really listen to everything, you know, like, of course, I love the classic 60s stuff. And the Beatles are one of the greatest, of course, and the Stones. And Mike doesn't.
0: Listen to the Beatles. What do you think about that? Well, I, I think
2: it's evidenced what? by the songs that he chose. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I, you know, I, well, Mike, SMA's. he'll come around. I, I think Mike will come around to the Beatles at some point. Uh, sorry, I and cut just, you off. I but,
1: yeah, I'll, maybe I will. I don't know.
2: Like, why? Why wouldn't you listen to the Beatles?
1: I, I don't know. Like, I don't. Maybe it's like a stigma of, like, popular stuff I don't want to get into, that people are always just trying I, to get me into. And just I get that. On principle, but...
2: My, I whenever my... I listen
1: to a song, I'm like, alright. I, I don't know. Something we, me and Seagal have talked about is I just, like, I don't really know a lot about the, like, behind the scenes of music, so I, I don't, like, appreciate stuff like, I don't know, instrumentals and guitar solos. We've had this running thing about guitar solos. I just, like, when, <laughs> when there's a guitar solo, I'm like, alright, I don't why that's cool but like i guess
0: wow all right yeah, yeah. I, I tried to explain to mike that i think you would appreciate guitar solos more if you just understood their complexities that like the stuff that goes into it and in the moment I, I it's, mean, like, it's like it, it replaces the 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 singing in the song and it takes front stage and then it goes back to the singing it, it ta- makes a break in the song and it does creates... it
1: i get it takes a lot to like do, but I feel like things like sometimes things are like take a lot of work, but I still don't. It's still not like aesthetically pleasing to me. I don't know.
2: That's so what I feel um uh, yeah, I always, I always, I don't, I wouldn't say that like you need to understand the complexity of it or play guitar or anything like that. I would just say that like from my, I, whenever I hear guitar solos, like from what I can remember, is like listening like Jimi Hendrix as a kid or something. Cool, like if you're going to think about guitar solos, why wouldn't you go to Hendrix first? I think um, Hendrix
1: is pretty cool. I like some of those. Yeah, things. I mean,
2: but when he plays a guitar solo, like you feel it in your body, you feel it. It's like a a visceral response that you have. And I don't think you need to know anything about guitar. It just it's uh, it moves you. If it doesn't move you, Mike, um and I don't know, I don't know what to say. Uh, maybe you're a little guitar numb. I'm not uh, sure. I, mean,
1: I think it might be. I mean, I, maybe I, you're
2: comfortably I, I, numb. I'm not uh, sure. Uh, Speaking of a great they... guitar solo. Speaking that's of what, one of the greatest guitar solos. That's, that's what is, conversation started that, from,
0: yeah. Yeah, that song I said is one of the great... And Mike's like, eh, guitar solos are overrated. I'm like, it's like the greatest guitar solo of all time. You're yeah, calling yeah, it course. overrated.
1: Our yeah, our musical journeys are vastly different. Mine is like the Final Fantasy soundtrack. And <laughs> 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 so oh
0: I guess God, that's why. It's going to be video so soundtracks <laughs> that.
1: Yeah, there are a lot of video game songs in this playlist. So make sure to not have Falconetti on those future
2: episodes. But... You know, video games. Uh, I have, a, <laughs> I have, I have such an ongoing battle with the video games because, like, you know, with my son, is like, it's like obsessed. And
0: anyway it's, anyway, it's
2: they drive me crazy.
0: You, you have a bring it way back. You have a very worldly taste now, so you you dive into everything music.
2: Yeah, you know that's what happens though. When you're younger, your your vision is much more narrow. But the beauty of what what happens is when you, for you guys, you have the world at your fingertips, and you grew up that way pretty much. Like I, I had to like we you, to to try new music at my age. You had to be willing to put your money where your mouth is or where your ears are. Like you you couldn't just try stuff. You either got what your friends had because you could tape it off of them, or you just like I'm not gonna risk. Um, you know, uh, you know, my only, my $10 allowance on buying some, um, random fella record from Africa, like, cause no one thinks it's cool. <laughs> and I'm not going to like, think I'm not going to try to do that. Like, and, and, and sample and just hope that it's good. You bought the stuff that you knew you were into. Um, and every once in a while you bought it, uh, something you knew you were into just based on the cover because maybe you didn't hear it, but you knew what kind of music it was. And you said, screw it. I'll buy it. Um,
1: Thought but yeah, that's the
2: difference view. now. What?
1: You reminded me of something i'm glad i want to bring it up uh um, okay. seagull's least favorite song on this playlist is by um, uh william anyabor you know that
2: wait that's not on this playlist i mean it's, it's not, on it... like
1: way deeper into yeah. the into the air but when i asked seagull like what's your least favorite song that i recommended it's that i remember like seeing you
2: which which one did you put, which one on which one did you put, put, put on there
1: Atomic Bomb and Fantastic
2: Man are both on it. Those those two songs are freaking amazing, amazing. Yeah,
0: they are right. They're Incredible, awesome. Mike. They're better than Mike, they're better I, than Bill that. and Crosby. I admit that.
2: You didn't put them on this. Why did I have to listen to some line. of this? Why didn't you put those songs on here? It was great. We can we
0: can we can have you back for that <laughs> oh, episode. That's way down dude, the line. Though. I'm I made
2: to come across as such a curmudgeon now because there's no William on your board. I love William <laughs> on your board. Like, well, Siegel, guy. Siegel, you better you better spend some time with William on your OK, I'll, I'll look just, into just it more, you, but... just you, just you and William on your board, cuddled up on the couch with a nice, <laughs> a nice snuggie. You'll you'll enjoy it. He'll grow on you. He's a fantastic I mean, man.
0: Somebody
1: make some fan art of that.
2: I mean, this is literally why
0: this podcast or this idea for the list started was I liked not all of Mike's music, but some of Mike's music. And I thought over time we recommend songs that we both would like and there have been clunkers and there have been really high successes i think on both sides at least for me i think yeah, mike would no, agree yeah, so good. living in the time we're living in it is really easy like you said to create a playlist and have your friends involved in music which is rare before like technology is and sharing and everything I mean, and, your
2: playlists were you had to make a tape and those tapes were hard. They were like, it took a lot of effort to make tapes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Compared to now. Like you didn't just drag stuff into a playlist. You you had to physically sit there and tape it and set it up at the right spot. And sometimes you couldn't find it. You taped the song off the radio and you'd sit by the radio and listen to the radio all day waiting <laughs> to hear your freaking song. You think that's funny? That's what we did. You <laughs> sat there. You would sit there and wait to hear your song. Like, and then you, as soon as you knew it was coming up, you'd be like, oh, and there, like, you know, if they announced it, you're like, oh, hit record. And sometimes you'd catch <laughs> it, but you'd miss the first two, like, you know, guitar chords because, like, you didn't realize it at first. Um, so you'd always have something, something that was in commodity. Spotify. Like... Oh, Spotify's great. Spotify's amazing. Yeah. yeah. It, for certain things. Yeah.
0: So let's just get right into the week then. Uh, week four. Uh, week four playlist. I forget the title, and it's a horrible podcasting mistake that I didn't write the title of this week down. Wish you were here in Chicken Town. Oh, yes. Oh, wish I, you were
2: here. I don't wish know. you were
0: here in Chicken Town.
2: That's, that's a good... I like that title, guys.
0: Yeah. I try... I, the names of the podcast and the playlist are exactly the same, so if you ever want to go back and listen to the, a podcast or a playlist, they're all synchronous, I guess is the right term. Uh, I, I'm scared to speak when there's an English teacher in the chat because I know I'm horrible with uh, diction and i'll screw up it's a podcast he's not gonna grade it no you're not getting graded i still (laughs) i'm only gonna critique the songs (laughs) okay (laughs) so let's start the first song that i suggested was follow my feet by the unlikely candidates from 2013 um my first note on this song is that it should uh, a cover band for this song should be the unlikely canadians
1: sorry i said are they are they british
0: are uh, the un- i don't know that's a you bad i didn't write that down damn no. I,
1: I punched a hole in your research finally i was able to uh
0: no i i don't know actually no they're the unlikely candidates are british i don't think they are i'm gonna say i don't think they're actually it- I, the only bands to like our tweets though and our instagram posts so shout out to the unlikely candidates for actually oh, like oh, these guys stuff. are
2: these guys are following this podcast
0: they're not following it. They're just liking our stuff. So Falco, um, be easy on them because they might be able to come on the podcast one day. Don't critique them well, too hard. Are you sure you want them on the but, podcast? <laughs> okay, okay. I Look, this band's really interesting because this is their first EP and it sounds like like Americana pop, I guess is the best way to kind of phrase it. Whereas their later stuff is like electric dance like they've evolved to like this very weird EDM band so I think this is a good song uh it's a simple verse uh uh, verse chorus form like there's nothing special about it but it's a good song to just okay I see him shaking his head what do you think Falco I mean that
1: there's nothing special about it I guess right
2: yeah that's the problem that's the problem uh you know (laughs) I mean it, it's got like this big anthemic chorus and the one the, like what I thought was the vocals I was not a fan of. Um it's it, I my notes are that it's it's a bad cold play and cold play is already bad. So like <laughs> I, I I really You're I just, just see like, like
1: half a single song. <laughs>
2: yeah, that that, that hurts. Probably. Um so that was that was kind of where I was with this one. Um his it's like his accent and the cadence is very like poppy and too poppy for me and that's just a preference thing it seems very uh of the i guess of the moment in like a bad indie way to, in my mind okay. um the way like i i hate the cadence of it like the way he sings the vocals uh, um just bother me and and that's where like you know it begins and ends when i hear the song uh so I'm trying. I'm trying to remember. Like I didn't note anything about the lyrics, but I remember something in the song's lyrics that wasn't all that um, wonderful either. But like on some of these songs, I will do some quoting. Um, but yes. this one, yeah, Dude, good. I, I, This one I didn't. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't like it. I didn't love it at all.
0: Okay.
1: It, How many of the songs in this week do you feel like that about? More
2: than half. Um, that would be a generous. Uh, yeah, yeah. That would be a a kind one. I know he's
0: got. He's gonna like Pink Floyd, so that's fine. As long as he likes, he's Pink probably Floyd. heard it already. Fine, I, I count that. Um, the lyrics on this this song, where it's like a, a struggling between uh, like what is life, good or evil, kind of like the protagonist struggles, but just like going along with it, kind of just like I don't know, just moving along. But fine. <laughs> oh, is that what it is meant by "Follow My Feet"? Okay. Yeah, just like the just. Keep going. I but guess Mike, like
1: it's a Spring it, it and a Storm seemed... is a similar meaning. We'll go to that next.
0: Oh, Mike, what do you think about this song? Because I'm interested. What do is I just... think about this song? Same, just like general tangent. Do of... I? Uh,
1: like, I don't hate it as much as Falconetti did. Like, I could. I'd listen to the song, like, driving in my car once. Okay. Well. <laughs> like,
0: fine. That's respectable, I guess. Yeah. I'm, oh, can I we talk so about. Scared.
2: I can't wait to talk about Spring and Storm. <laughs>
0: This is one of Mike's favorite songs of, like, all time.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so, I,
1: Mike, what's your next song? I'm, okay, I'm, I'm nervous about talking about this song for a multitude of reasons. One, because there's, like, like a, I could probably have my own episode about this one song, because there's a lot to say. Um, I and, think,
2: Mike, Mike, I think you should start talking about it.
1: <laughs> I'm ner- I, well, The other reason is because I'm nervous that you hate it. I mean, what did you so. Listen, it doesn't matter. It it's doesn't just matter what I think. Daggers to my heart. Okay, so first, like Tally Hall is one of my favorite bands. They like this cult following uh rock band from Michigan. Um, this is like their first like, big album, uh Marvin's Mechanical. Whoa, I messed it up. Marvin's Marvelous Mechanical Museum. Um Spring and a Storm is, like, maybe... This is, like, a shoe-in for my number one this week. It's one of the higher-regarded songs. Um, I, like, want to... I was debating whether I want to dive into the lyrics or not. I, like, have saved myself from looking into the lyrics from this for a while. And I did a little bit for this podcast. Because I I don't... I like to have my own interpretation. But it's, like... I don't know. I I like to think it's about... um, Struggling with questions of like existentialism and also, uh, like making art through that is my interpretation. Um, there are a few I like, I listened to the, the few demos of this song a lot. Um, the, the Mr. Moon tells about the sky part is like totally different in the first demo. Um, like the totally meaning is total meaning has changed. I know, in like, in the like published recording, it's like I the it's the, the line is like Mr. Moon tells about the sky and then um it's like kids talking to this like playful like moon character and uh they they basically are asking like what happens like when you die and the moon goes tells them like oh you like go back to whatever was like not this but um so like just i'm just running wild right now i can't even follow my train of thought
0: it's okay um yeah so, so like what i was just gonna say it seems i thought you were done there so i was gonna say no so no no. Awesome. I, now rip it apart no no uh, no, no no. i'm not I, well, I didn't even get to like make the thought i was just okay okay
1: i got nervous and i stopped but hold on mr moon Tell. what was i saying
0: were explaining the story, I'm guessing, of the song where it was like, Mr. Moon, the kids asked about life or something?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but like, the the Moon basically says, like, don't, uh, like, bog yourself down in life, so was just was just, like, have fun.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Life is about having fun. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, <laughs> I, yeah. But there I, I are, and you. there were, like, a different, few different meetings in the demos, and
0: so there's I a lot. Of, a lot of, there's the a lot of depth. I, there's a lot of depth behind it, and there's reasoning. This is what you're basically getting at. Yeah, There's a lot don't to, know. There, to unpack.
1: Yeah, I could like probably go through every verse and hopefully say something better with how I constructed that. Uh, let's. So uh, wait, you've that. lived
2: with this. You've lived yeah. with this song for a while, right? Yeah,
1: oh, yeah. I, I've been okay. on Tally Hall for like as long as I was in college, until right, now. Right.
2: So, you, you know, you have an emotional connection to the song and like you have experiences probably wrapped around the song tied into it. So it's like a very different experience. Are you experience about to like to ruin me- it? No, I mean, I can't ruin your memories of this song and your love of this band and your emotional ties to it. So I hope that doesn't, that, that shouldn't even be a question. Oh my God, um, the
1: sun in my room. This is making me more nervous. Okay.
2: Maybe, maybe it's the storm springing from the song. <laughs> um, Play pretend Siegel. my friend and lose myself Siegel, in the song. Siegel, what do you have to say about this song? I'm curious. Uh, okay,
0: so this is one of the bands that Mike showed me a long time ago, like right after we got out of high school, and I started to like wonder if I'd like Mike Mike's music because I like this band. Because they're so unique and different than like they're like the Beatles for Nerds. Basically. Um I do like the song. I like the aesthetic opening with like the thunder and like I like that kind of like yeah. I didn't even talk about that. Yeah. I and mean, the storytelling aspect of song telling, like that's I like this band just like as much as I like uh, uh, B.I.G. and Life After Death and that whole album because it's like the storytelling aspects in those songs and he has like the rain and stuff like that in the background. Was, I like.
1: I know yeah, that, that really, connection
0: is like very far off, but that's what I think of. I see Falco's face going like, what the fuck are you I wasn't about? able to do
1: the song justice. I just want to talk about this, the, the Mr. Moon part because it's just constantly running through my head. But
0: I like this song. Falco, what did you think?
2: Um, my first impression uh, – well, I looked up a little bit. They're an Ann Arbor band. They yeah. formed around 2002. They were in college. Um,
1: yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, my first impression was it sounds like a tampon commercial. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? It could be it could be a song that's used in a tampon commercial. That's what it sounded like to me. Um, so I I went to the lyrics and I was just like, one time I tried to sing about spring and a storm, you know how that goes, blah 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 blah. <laughs> I not about the blah blah blahs. What, all right, so like, what the hell is that? That was Are my you question. Asking me? Uh, no, I mean that's rhetorical. I mean, I just don't get it. Like that. I, I could mean, probably just- answer. Oh really? Right, what is? What do you want, to, you want? to answer? Go for it. Well, I mean, I th- I think it's
1: saying like, I'm trying I'm trying to sing a song, and the person's like, oh blah blah blah, whatever, you sing a song, and then they're they go into like, oh, this is why we sing songs.
2: Yeah, I mean, it just didn't work for me lyrically in the in the, in the yeah, song. That's... And then it goes, then it goes on like you know a little bit of an ellipsis. I'm skipping over some, and it's like, won't you please stop complaining? I'm playing a song, and then I had my own response that said, I can't stop. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> he came prepared with jokes <laughs> to the I, lyrics. I I, I, I was like, yeah, I was like out on this one, man. I, I didn't like this one. Oh, I feel, I feel bad for. I, 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 <laughs> so, I yeah. So I, I thought I, like I
1: had this might like win this week, but I guess not.
2: There is a clear winner, I think, and uh, we'll get there. I guess well, for me, I, for me, but that's just me. I, that's um. You gotta remember, I'm twice your age. I'm gonna find things that are very different about these songs. Um, I have different expectations, I guess, coming into it, like in different experiences, of course. So like I have a, a, a there's and on the next song, I'll get to the thing that I find about like the, there's a, a a thread that seems to go throughout all of these songs that I found. And I first started picking up on it in the next one. Okay.
1: Dan, it's good.
2: Sorry, I'm, Mike, I'm sorry.
1: No, it's fine for what it's worth. I don't think there's any Tally Hall fan above the age of my age. So
0: yeah that makes sense that makes sense they're they're of the That's tiktok good. era gen z don't even
1: know don't love them there are a few tiktok songs that like songs yeah, that there's like a popular on TikTok.
0: They, they continue to go viral on tiktok which is kind of and women's hygiene and women's
2: hygiene product commercials
0: <laughs> i love that you came with jokes <laughs> written down for the reviews i'm gonna start doing that it's just so it's random funny.
2: yeah i, 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 like, not, I can't even not, begin the picture you know, where you, you came can't to think them. of like You can't think of like songs that just sound like they're going to be like you hear it and you're like, oh, that's a Starbucks. You walk into Starbucks and that's playing, you know, it's like it's it's typical of like a, a kind of song that ends up there. No,
1: but that's also one of my favorite kinds of like music. I love being in like a grocery store and you hear some song and it's like aesthetic and you're like, wow. Thank you for complimenting my day with a soundtrack. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, you guys are talking about Pink Floyd and the Beatles, and my music is like POV, and you just got dumped, and you're listening to Claro in the bathroom or something.
2: Uh, see, see I, Mike, Mike just spoke a different language. I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, exactly um but that's and that's good we're getting different perspectives and that's important like if everybody likes it then it's not a fun conversation right unfortunately Clara hasn't made it yet seagull like shot me down he's
1: like oh you just played it i can't you can't put it on
0: my next song is atmosphere by title and registration from 2019 uh this song i i did research on the artist and he just like stopped making music released this ep and then like disappeared off the face of the earth the only thing that was on his spotify was just a young bull making music and slogan sad boy bars which i think mike would like uh seems slogan sad boy bar i guess so uh but uh the song is uh i don't know it's just like uh, i think mike would describe it as a mood or a vibe where yeah like... he has a cool voice
1: It it, it gives off like a it does give off like a vibe i, I like i'm trying to
0: picture I mean, what kind of vibe but i can't the, really place the, it. the the beat of the song sounds like ironically like last week a garage band beat that he found and just looped the entire way through like it just doesn't even sound like That's it just sounds point. like it doesn't yeah. sound like original which sucks um at least to me uh, i see falco raising his
2: eyes and now he's making me question anything i say uh, um, I, it's funny because the one thing you're saying is the one positive aspect of the song. That oh, I'm really? Okay. Well, I, I thought. I, I mean, I just simply said that. Like, I I kind of dug the way it starts off with the drums and the bass. Like they came in nicely together. I liked it. Um, then the keys come in, and then there's the vocals, which really ruins the song for me. <laughs> because the vocals uh, are just again. This is what I in all three of these first song three songs, and then I see in a lot of these songs, it's these whiny, like the whiny 2000 likes or to, yeah. to the present vocals that you get in a lot of like bad indie songs. Um, and that's what I heard in this. Like I, I, I thought it was better than the first two songs, but I, I didn't, and I, musically, it was better, but like the, the vocals killed it for me. I, I couldn't take the vocal. Well, it's funny. Cause I think a lot of, Problems I
0: have with Mike's songs when I like find a problem with his songs is I'm the, the king whiny of whining vocals. Yeah, I'm the king yeah, he, of whining. Mike, I, I, there's there's one later in the list that's like uh the Wingnut Dishwasher Union song where it's just like oh, yeah. I couldn't oh, stand it. I, I thought you liked that song, Seagull. What? what? It, well, we'll get to it. But the whininess in that song is like
2: off the chart. <laughs> like that's where yeah, that's like where it's like a buildup up to the Wingnuts. Yeah. Everybody's yeah, to the, building up to ring that song. <laughs> For what it's worth, I
1: love
2: that song that much anyway. It's, this point it's the climax to to whininess. Um,
0: the one thing I want to bring up with this song is, like I do with every song that has brass, it has brass. I think brass should be in oh. more music.
2: Oh, I did like the trumpet. See, I like I like the music yeah. in this like enough. I did like the trumpet in here.
0: Yeah. Uh, I also wrote in my notes that it. I don't like the snare drum sound because it sounds too round. Where it's like. You, you don't get that pop, like, with the snare drum. It sounded, like, very, like, almost like a tom-tom or, like, the... I forget the big one that sits there on the floor. floor. Flo- that's called floor. the floor tom. Floor tom.
2: <laughs> it, it sits sounded... on the floor. It's, it's the floor tom. Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, God. My dad's going to make fun of me. He was a drummer, so he's going to oh, rip man. me apart for that. So, so you floor. know,
2: like, I guess I think, like, what you hear is the snare drum. It's got, like, like almost like someone laid a paper bag over it. Like, it deadens the sound. It doesn't give as much yeah. of the, um, the sort of... Uh, Punch. That snare that you're supposed to hear,
0: yeah. So it, yeah, oh, deadened it, like you said. Mm-hmm. So I was like, eh, it, I think it needed more pop <laughs> or cowbell. Yeah. Uh. Okay, I didn't know if Mike was going to get that, and I was scared.
1: I, all, be, I, all, all I know is that from like, I just something know that because is. it's a
0: reference. Oh, what is it from, Mike? Wait, we're going to stop is, the is podcast. From,
1: have
0: you ever seen it what is it from? Is it something from SNL? know, yes. yeah, yes. Okay. Okay, that's good. all I. I don't know what exactly. Christopher Walken you says it. Go at. watch it after this. You should watch it yeah. after this. It's funny.
1: No, I'm going to listen to "Spring and the Storm" again after this. Doesn't. <laughs>
0: that's Mike's comfort song, and you've ruined it. Uh, no. Um, okay, so Mike, what is your next song? Oh, uh, this is a
1: whiny song. Uh, <laughs> the boy who blocked his own shot by brand new. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found this on like an emo playlist, I think. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. It's it, it kind of goes hand in hand with Twin Signs of Asterisk, which is like, ne- it's not next to what uh, after, but I think it's about some like breakup or something. I, like every emo song is, and then, I don't know, whiny vocals. Not much else to say.
2: I looked into this band, and so, uh, so Mike, you like it, right?
1: This song, yeah. Like a year ago, I really liked it. Now I'm kind of
2: whatever on it,
0: but. What
2: about
0: you, Siegel? Uh, I—I uh, I mean, I'd usually like like 2000s punk or emo, but this kind of fell flat for me. I'd rather listen to like Abandoning Sun, uh, Taking Back Sunday, Take Back Sunday, Taking Back Sunday. Wow. it's
2: Taking Back. Sure it's taking back
0: Sunday.
2: Taking Back Sunday it's is of the same. So they're of the same time and of the same place. They both Long Island bands.
0: Yeah, I mean, so it
1: definitely sounds. Wait, Falco, like that. do you know Brand New? Do you know about them?
2: um it, there's a, I, I there's a there's a funny yeah. I have a funny story there's like a funny story I don't know if I should share it I won't I won't share particular names but the lead singer had a crush on one of your teachers older sisters and and followed her around and stalked her in high school I won't say who what? What? yes 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 so it's a great story great story anyway they were a Long Island band they they supposedly were part of the Long Island punk scene Hot before thing. they be, before they became brand new um and brand new is like this is a, from a well-known album. I think it's from the devil and God or something, or at my door or something like that. That's the album. I think that's it. Yeah. I think that's the title or close to it. Um, my take on this band and I've, I've looked into this band and I've heard the song before. And th- this, this album is, no, this is from Deja Tondu. Oh that's yeah. What this is from,
0: yes. This yes. is
2: from the next, uh, like that was the a- album after the one I just cited. And this one, it got a lot of attention, uh, when it came out and I've heard about it a lot on podcasts. So when I first came this band first came into my attention, I went and listened to this album and I absolutely thought it sucked. And <laughs> and and so basically oh, what so you've this heard band this before is, too. That's I have and what so what this band is is in my mind third wave was emo. Um, <laughs> when I say third wave is that because emo started back in the 80s. Yeah um, the remote yeah no 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 the, the Romans no? remote started in the 70s and they and they were punk rock. Oh, emo okay. is emo is more emotional punk rock that came out of like DC, um bands like rites of Spring, um out of the from bands that started on the Discord label out of Washington D C, um also like there's like um early bands out of Texas like Mineral, and um these are bands that started off Dag Nasty that was another Discord band that was emo punk, and they were emo punk, and then emo became like a thing where it was more of like an aesthetic and more of um and not so much an a sound but more of an attitude and it became like anything that sounded whiny and by the time you got to the late 90s early early 2000s that's what we get we get like second wave emo would be like kind of um like sunny day real estate i don't know if you guys are familiar with that band uh no or um or even maybe uh i guess you can consider jawbreaker like a mid-90s band but once you get to about 2000 you get things like dashboard confessional yeah and that, that, and that. and a and band like brand new um, and so this, this one, like, you know, I can see the appeal of this song, to be honest with you. Like, this isn't a terrible song. Um, this is a decent one. I, overall, I do not like this band at all, but this isn't a terrible song. Uh, I don't love it, but I can get it. Like, um, uh, I, I you know, it, what, what's, what's, it's funny. Cause like, he went from like, I guess part of the long Island hardcore scene and, and kind of went more in like the emo, uh, direction and, uh. This became, you know, like, uh, I I think they're not as good as a band like Taking Back Sunday. Taking Back Sunday has some appeal to me because they're kind of fun. Like, they have pretty energetic, up-tempo songs that really kind of rock in some ways. Like, they're cool. Um, Like, they have an emo sound, and and lyrically, they're very emo. Um, And there's plenty to make fun of with it. But you know what? I can listen to Taking Back Sunday. I can't listen to Brand New. Um, Yeah, not a huge fan.
0: What do you think of like cuz i think the same bands that came out of that era are like my chemical romance i guess is sort of that era and green yeah. day if you consider green no, day emo green,
2: green day came out when i was in college and even in high school yeah 90s green day were making records so, so i love early wave? i love the early, i love early green day i would know i would say green day doesn't really i wouldn't call them emo i'd just call them kind of like pop punk okay Okay. Maybe they they become more emo as they get older, I guess. I don't know. But but you know, early I'm into, Green, Day Green Day is punk rock.
0: Oh, I'm introduced to Green Day uh, through American Idiot. But so at that scene at that point they're like emo. I'm pretty sure. Are you familiar
2: with the Dookie album?
0: Yeah, no, I I know all, I've gone back and listened to all the older stuff, but remember, I'm I was born in 97, so like right. when I was coming into consciousness that's yeah. when I started listening to music. That was like that was my first CD was American Idiot by Green Day. That's cool. So, yeah,
2: that's cool. Yeah, my um, my buddy. So they definitely uh, my,
0: formed me.
2: I think my my buddy's putting together a tour with them and Weezer. Um, he's they're They're on his. Uh, he's like part of his like the management company they that manage those bands, or at least they manage Weezer. And I know they're putting together this Hello Mega tour. Hello Mega, it's called wow. Hello Mega. It's supposed to go on in stadiums across the country this summer. It was going to be last summer, then COVID hit, and uh, so like it's um it's a big show with like Weezer and Green Day and maybe Fall Out Boy or something. It's all good. See, so you don't like uh, Fall Out Boy? Eh.
0: I like them like their early stuff. Their newer stuff sucks, in my opinion. But I, I think a lot of bands like for me especially I like their early stuff, and then as they try and evolve, I don't like them as much. Um, I just got the tail end of Green Day and like the, their last good album, and then I went back and listened to their other stuff, and their earlier stuff's much better. Um, but anyway, Mike, this was your song. Uh, so, so you liked this song at one point, and you've kind of I, tailed I guess, off. I guess. I don't um, know. It's like too
1: kind of... When I listen to it now, it just feels generic.
0: But okay.
2: And fun, Falco, I mean... you're pretty much all, I, on the other I'm side. All, it, yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I don't love it, but I don't hate it. Okay. okay. I'm pretty I, much I, I, I can, I can see the appeal. Like I could see like a bunch of young teenage girls, like, which is the fan base for this band, loving this oh, song. Yeah. I can see that, you know, and you know, whatever, oh. it's fine.
0: Well, apparently when I was looking them up, apparently, like you said, uh, Falco, they were very like, they were seen as an important band for the third phase, as you called it, like emo third wave, scene, yeah. third wave. Sorry scene, And they get placed along with bands that like Taking Back Sunday and My Chemical (laughs) Romance. But one thing that I found interesting was one of their huge influences, and they've gone on record saying this a lot, is the Stone Roses. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, it's just, I don't hear that connection, but maybe it's just because I'm, uh, I love the Stone Roses. I love that album. They're
2: great. They're great.
0: Yeah, there's a there's one song on here that I recommend to Mike that he probably just blew past because he's like I don't like this. It's not normal, or it's not my style. But Which one? I don't. I, it's the best song on that album. I forget what it is now because I didn't. I don't have it in front of it's me. It's hard. It's
1: just hard keeping track of so many songs. Like I'll listen to a song you recommend and then it's like, do I want to keep listening to it or no? And then I just move on.
0: Yeah, I'm creating a second what, list now as we what go What I down. do is.
1: I've listened to the songs more when I just listened to the playlist on shuffle, which is kind of okay. weird. Yeah. Especially when it gets so big, where there's like 700 songs in it by the end. But yeah. The, there's yeah.
0: 732 songs in this playlist. So it's a lot. Um, but anyway, let's go on to the next one. I can't wait for Falco's opinion of this. Cause this is right in your wheelhouse of music time-wise. Uh, Someday we'll know by the new radicals, 1998. I don't remember how I found this song, but it's, I, it's simple. In like the lyrics are just about like the big heartbreak and how they relate to like the world's biggest mysteries and stuff like that. Like whatever happened to Amelia Earhart, who holds the stars up in the sky? Is true love just once in a lifetime? Did the captain of the Titanic cry? I'm not saying it's like uh, complex in anything, but. It has this upbeat, upbeat sound mixed with, like, sort of whiny, I guess, if you can call it whiny, which is the theme I think Falco said earlier, uh, lyric, lyrical takes. Week of whiny. On... Is this the week of whiny?
2: Yeah.
1: Actually, well, um, we have a week of angst. It's not...
2: that's... The whiny week of wingnuts. Oh, Jesus.
0: <laughs> I can't wait till his <laughs> takes on a wingnut, whatever the hell the rest of that name is. Uh, but... I, the one thing i want I'm to excited say for the kai dream song that's not oh, jesus christ now uh, uh, the one thing i want to say about this uh, record the picture of the record is one of my favorites cuz it's just him wearing a bucket hat and he made bucket hats big in the 90s like that was his thing the singer and so i demand we bring back bucket hats like the hats you wear when you go fishing if people don't know what that terminology is but like that was his that's was that's what his look was why is I was feet I the biggest thing on the album cover, because uh, it's it's a it's a '90s thing. Where you know how like skateboarders did fisheye lens? It's a fisheye lens shot. That's why it looks bigger. Um, but yeah, I mean, the other thing about this band is they they are a one album wonder band, which I've never heard of. They're not a one hit wonder, one album wonder. They have one Two. album. Two. Two studio Two. albums. Really? Yeah. But, but I'm saying that only one was like had charted
2: this, oh okay yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. this so, album so
0: had two two singles on it that were big yes. I was and just so, so they are a one album wonder which i'm like i've never heard of that term but that's how people describe them right. um and they just had a reunion they played uh you get what you give for the joe biden inauguration uh they did mm. a live i i know and it was weird because that song i think is on this list later down too uh but Inauguration. Inauguration. I can't speak. But <laughs> inauguration. A 20 year I'm not let's see. the English teacher. Uh uh. But it's it's interesting because it's like they had they had two albums, one that was good, and then they never like talked or anything, and then they just randomly popped up because Joe Biden liked the song. So they did a one-off reunion song for Joe Biden and like one of his campaigns, like at the inauguration. Which was very weird, and he wore the bucket hat, and it was amazing. Uh, so, uh, Mike, how about you go first? Do you remember this song? Your yeah, thoughts? I mean, I, I yeah, I listened to it like
1: all oh, again. I remember it, all of them, but uh, this one was all right. Um, like I, because you said this is an old song, right? It's from late '90s. Yeah, like, cause if,
2: if, Eighty seven.
1: Like, because if like half half feels like a. Old timey thing you'd recommend? I mean, old timey. That's, no, that's you know what I mean. Like old not timey. not like Bing, not like Bing Crosby. Old timey.
2: I was your but... age when this came out.
1: <laughs> Oof. <Yeah>. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, uh, it feels like in like a '80s '90s song, but it's also it has a little bit of like upbeat like spicy in the background like you know what i mean
0: spicy i like it
1: yeah like zest i don't know the the album cover makes me uh draw connections to the song i feel like i wouldn't like if it was the album cover for like uh finish. what were the other album covers like no no not that <laughs> okay. also why would you even bring that up <laughs> the the album cover for like the stick song or the doll song like i feel like i would uh not like this as much and not appreciate okay. that part of the song where i don't know i have a thing okay. for album covers too That's yeah, the song's all right it's a uh, fine okay <laughs> what do you every think? song on this playlist is either fine or it's, amazing yeah
2: it's funny it's funny because this song uh brought me back like i remember this album and i never listened to the new radicals at the time but i certainly remember this um this such such a stylized photograph of him on the album cover um and his big cool feet but um you know to be honest with you like it's like you said they had two s- singles on this one made it to 38 on the charts in the u.s uh 36 and then the other one uh didn't chart in the u.s only charted in the uk um or this song actually charted only in the uk um to me this 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 song sounds like yacht rock um and i'm it was, so i i realized that's the reason why i there was a reason why I didn't listen to this band when I was 23 years old. Um, I, this was not anything I would ever be into. Um, yeah, I didn't love it. Um, and I was hoping like, Oh, it's from the nineties. Yacht rock is like, um, yeah. Yacht rock is like sort of like from the eighties and like all of those, uh, you know, often you'd sing like Billy Ocean or Michael McDonald singing from a yacht or, uh, bring me a higher love. Eh, They're just like, you know, kind of lame. Okay. Yeah. And John, what is it? John Waite, I think is one of them like ballads basically. John yeah, think, yeah, it's 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 not my thing. Okay.
1: Well, Evidently Chickertown by John Cooper Clark my next song. Um, almost not a song, it's like a it's a poem. Slam poem, yeah. Yeah. Just describing you, like this was
2: this, this was yours, but, Mike?
1: Yeah. How did I know how it? It's did from the album. Oh, is it? I don't
2: it's remember. In this. Song. Yeah.
1: Oh, wow, cool. Yeah,
2: it's it's um, actually
1: in like one of the cooler scenes. I was going to just I, say that actually.
2: You, you know think? what's funny is that, like, I when I when this song came on, I said, How is this on the song? And the with the rest of these songs, it totally stands out as an outlier.
1: Yeah, no, I do that on this playlist. I'll certainly I'll go whiny like five in a row, and then I'll put like a heavy metal song.
2: Well, here so, you got a cockney I like accent. Throw, I, like I mean, yeah, yeah it's like <laughs> I like to throw a Seagull off like that. It starts off with like this Irish traditional melody on like a keyboard, and then to this Cockney accent, and it's like very sparse instrumentation. Um, and it does stand out on this list in particular. Um, but uh, it, it's it's almost like um, seems like a stream of conscious nightmare set to synthesizer. That's what yeah, I that was like that's it, how it's I would describe it.
0: trip.
1: Yeah, yeah, basically. So wait, Felca, you know this? I thought you for some reason uh, I thought you know this ahead of
2: time. I don't, and I looked it up and I, I realized he was like considered like uh, the first. Punk poet, um, and he's sort of like uh, an English performance poet. or Whatever they—that's how they on yes. Wikipedia. But that anytime it was like performance yeah. poetry, it makes me skeptical.
1: Yeah, the <laughs> song is based on another poem slash song called "Bloody Orkney." Yes, Siegel, did you do that research? Nope. <laughs> gotcha. No, it's uh, but yeah.
2: I was totally sold by the... um. I was intrigued by the uh, title, evidently, Chicken Town. I was like, what the hell is this? Yeah. This is going to be interesting. And it was. I'll, I'll say that. I'll say Did this is like an this? interesting one. I liked it better than the other yeah, ones. I,
0: I win. Good for you. I think
2: I like it but, but then we get to Sticks, and I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ.
0: Wait, wait a minute. Okay. I'll say what I want to say about this song. Uh, it, it, I didn't like it. It felt like an acid trip, and I the poem thing that Mike always does where he throws a poem and calls it a song is always funny to me. Um, Cause he did that in the first,
1: I mean, it's on the, Spotify. I,
0: it's Fair game. as a song. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not saying it's not, uh, it made for a good title. That's what I'll say about the song. Uh, yeah. I used it as the title to this playlist and this uh, every day. It feels like
1: I'm in chicken town. So
0: sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he got, he got inspired to become a poet after being inspired by his English teacher was the big thing I took away. And it's ironic. Oh. That we have an English teacher here that inspired us to make a podcast. Uh, so. You know, Falconetti
1: made me read so much Sylvia sorry, Plath. He might inspire me to be a poet.
2: <laughs> Maybe that's 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 what that's what all the whiny uh, lyric, lyric uh, vocals come yeah. from the Sylvia Plath influence. I'm to blame. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Okay. So you I'll... can't
0: get mad at me about Wingnut because uh No, I want to hear what he says about sticks cuz he said he said sticks and then
2: I, I no Jeremy, I really I'm just not a stick. I hate sticks. I just find them to be very theatrical and like silly and I'm not a fan. Um they they get really like okay. Broadway and it's that's my thing. Like I just I don't love this band. They rely very heavily on like, you know, like these big, you know, heavy keyboards and like uh, it's it's very dramatic, but not in a very interesting way to me. Um, I can are we on some, sticks
1: now? Do we move on?
2: Yeah. No, we're on sticks. Basically. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, it, sounds, it sounds, it sounds, you can just tell a stick song. Like it has a lot of movement to it, very operatic at times. Uh, yeah, not my thing.
0: But it, it's surprising because this is just my take on it. Um, I do like the sticks. Um, I think there are a few yeah, other stick sticks songs. Oh, sorry. The, sticks.
2: It's just sticks.
0: Sorry. Sticks. Uh I think this <laughs> album was like a great resurgence for them. I know if if you like the band is what I'm saying. Uh, they ever it,
2: had a surge.
0: Oh come on, they were popular at some point. My parents <laughs> knew this song, so I feel like they had to oh, have God, yeah. I feel old. No, they were
2: popular. Um, they were fairly popular.
0: Um, but you feel the like the desperation in the lyrics, the whole storytelling aspect again, that's where I like throw my like all my listening into is The storytelling is a concept album. I know I couldn't recommend the whole album, but the whole album's about a mission to Mars. And this is like the climactic scene. Yes, it's Broadway. Yes. (laughs) Wait, it's it's a a concept album about a mission to Mars? Mars? Yeah. Like, why are we making
2: a concept album about a mission to Mars?
0: Oh, come on. It's like Bradbury. Like, I'm like.
2: You know who my my least favorite author is? Who? Bradbury. What? Oh, I hate Ray Bradbury. He's, Least he's favorite, a, fight with he's a god. He's a god-awful writer. No, Bradbury's Fahrenheit, amazing. Fahrenheit, Fahrenheit 451 is the worst book ever pushed on a child.
0: Oh, I, I, I agree. I think you should be older when you read it to understand the concepts more.
2: But the, the real, it's, not, it's it, hits, it hits you over the head with the concepts, that book. It's, oh he's too god. obvious. That's the problem. He's not subtle enough.
1: What if Falcon yeah. replaced me on this podcast and I just made a TikTok account? I feel like that's the, <laughs> uh, the most logical course of.
0: Falcon's so much like
1: more that. fitted for talking about Siegel, talking with Siegel about music.
0: And I just want to talk about, like. Oh, I want to go on a tangent now about Bradbury. Bradbury is like my favorite author or one of them. Oh, well, you like Vonnegut. So I'm fine with that. You like Vonnegut. We, you taught I us like Vonnegut. I do. So I, we can agree on that at least. Yeah, that's um, all right. A lot of people like Bradbury.
2: I just don't. Yeah
0: okay it's it's fair but i it's all it's all it's It's all it is. no i know but like one of this is gonna get deep for a second one of my dreams if i ever got into like screenwriting or filmmaking is to make the illustrated man where with all the cgi capabilities now to have like the moving tattoos and then zoom in and then like have the short stories told i think that could be a really cool concept i know they made one in like the 60s but it wasn't very you're good. Giving, you're giving away your idea,
2: Siegel. People are going to be jumping on this, stealing I your mean, ideas. It's, it's a it's a public property.
0: Not public, but I mean, someone owns the rights. I know that because someone tried to make it a few years ago. Anyway. Yeah, they're going to take your stylistic um, choices, though. It's fine. I, the 30 people that listen to this, I don't think are going to be like, ah,
2: ha,
0: finally. Uh, I'm
2: taking notes now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so you don't like sticks. Mike, you're indifferent about sticks. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm a different yeah, next. In... <laughs> okay. Well, let's just move on then. <laughs> Mike, what's okay. your next song?
1: Oh God, I'm like the the next like, not the next two, but like after this, this one and the two after that. I'm so afraid. I'm just, I feel like I'm gonna, I'm gonna be like on the, on the defense, especially okay. for the last one. But okay, but twin size mattress by the front bottoms. This is our first appearance of the front bottoms on this playlist. Yes. Yeah. This is the first song by them I recommended. Yes. That's surprising to me for some reason. Um, yeah, but I, like I said, this kind of reminds me of The Boy Who Blocked His Own Shot. Um, it has that very, like, front bottomsy vibe where it's talking about just, like, friends being around doing fun stuff, but also this theme of, like, uh, I think this is about, like, dealing with a friend who's struggling with an addiction or something when I looked into it. Yes. Yeah, so that's you know what it is, but I don't know. This song, I like this song a lot, then I heard it was on TikTok a little bit, it and was. I listened to it more and more, and then I generally just didn't like it as much now, but I don't know. I think this is like a fine song. I don't know why. Falcon 80, I'm sure, has a laundry list of things wrong with it, <laughs> but. Falco, you want to chime in?
2: I mean, I just, again. You probably voice. hate the
1: front bottoms overall.
2: Probably, all right. First, of all, let's start. Let's start with the group's name, the front bottoms. Is that a reference to a strap or something? What is that supposed to be?
1: This? I, I just—it's just plain words. I, I don't think it's that. Deep. I think it's about like, like tits.
2: Front bottoms. Like, no, I, I think it's just.
1: I don't think it means anything. I think it does.
2: Okay. So I've—I've I've actually listened to this band. Someone put them in my music league, so uh, can explain that another time. But someone had submitted a song by this band um we do this we have this league where we submit songs every week to with a category we have to listen to the playlist and vote on it every week and someone used a front bottom song once um it which one i think do you remember? i don't remember i i know i didn't like it but this yeah, one right, so the thing about this is it's 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 typical of that um like lo-fi annoying sort of obnoxious vocal like again and it's the fast talking vocals with the instrumentation building up like it's the talky thing that he does. And I feel like that's been done. And and it's only done really well by two bands that I've seen do it. And that would be the Mountain Goats and uh, Whoa, uh, Andrew,
0: the Mountain Goats.
2: And, and Andrew Jackson Jihad. So those two oh, bands. Yeah, I JJ? Think, yeah, AJJ. Oh, no. I think those two bands, those two You're on the wrong week, dude.
1: <laughs> you don't hate my music. You're just on the wrong week. <laughs> uh, those
2: are two those are two bands that do what he's trying to do here much better. That's what, that's all I was gonna say, really. Um that's all.
1: Bunch of AJJ and Mountain Goats on the rest of this year's playlist. Unfortunately,
0: that you're on. This oh, week. that's oh, that's AJJ. I didn't. I thought yeah, that was just same. the name of them. No, I'm they just, like totally so, changed their name. Yeah.
2: Okay. So, so best Mountain Goat song or my favorite one? I'm not like a super fan, but my favorite Mountain Goat song is Best Ever Death Metal Band Out of Denton. That's on this playlist. That?
1: Yeah, that's
2: on the playlist. That's a, that's a. I love that song. It's great. If, if you want to talk about Satanic Panic, that's a great song for Satanic that's
1: Yeah, Panic. that's literally what that's about. That's. I also like uh, Fall of the High School Running Back a lot. I don't know if I know that one. It's on the same little mini thing that one's.
0: Yeah. Okay. Mini thing. Cool. EP. LP. Shut up. Okay. Um, I use my own words. Yeah, I could tell. Uh, the, the one thing I want to say about this song is my favorite. This is my favorite opening line. This is for the lions living in the wiry, broken down frames of my friend's body. That's a good, good catchy opening. That's a good line. Uh, and use my own words. Yeah. Usually, I don't like, like the poetry aspect, but just that line was very catchy to open a line. Um, this is actually the first song that I remember texting Mike, like, I like this song that you recommended. Um, so, I remember that. Yeah, this is the first song that's like that had a, like, a reaction with me that I'm like, oh, cool. Cool, I like this. Like, And I listened to it a few times. Um, and I was like, maybe this playlist was worth it. And then we continued for another 600, 600 songs after that. Um, but, the good
1: thing about this playlist is I feel like when I re-listen to the songs for the podcast, I have a totally different like view of them. Uh,
0: let's get on to the next song. So, general consensus, Falco, eh. Mike? Pretty much eh. Maybe a little bit better than that, but... Same. Eh. Uh,
1: well, Sigo, I remember you th- liked this song a lot, but I guess... You yeah, just, over-listened it yeah. to each other okay. on yeah, yeah, the... Yeah, exactly
0: talking that. about the front bottoms, right? Yeah, we're just like... Yeah. Closing it off. Oh, God,
1: we're still like not that far. Yeah, I know. The... That's what
0: I'm saying. Let's do the next one. Uh, yeah. Wish You Were Here, Pink Floyd, 1975, uh, the 324th greatest song of all time, according to Rolling Stone. Uh, I'd put it higher, but that's personal preference. Uh, going to the history, it's about it's supposedly inspired by the lead singer, Sid Barrett, going crazy, and the Roger Waters, who wrote the song, uh, was somewhat inspired, he said, by that but it's open to interpretation, but obviously he wants his old band member back or experiencing the world of rock and roll with them again. Uh, Similar to like shine on you crazy diamond, which is all about uh, Sid Barrett. Uh, And that's like a, like a 30 minute song in all like eight parts. So that's not on this list. Uh, But this is like one of my favorite songs of all time. I'm a Pink Floyd guy. Uh, that's my dad's fault, uh, but he raised me on Pink Floyd. Uh, but I i mean, I could go on and on about this song, but I'm not going to. But the one lyrical thing I want to mention about this song is the best part in the song is we're just two lost souls swimming in a fishbowl year after year, running over the same old ground. What have we found? The same old fears. Wish you were here, which is the chorus, which he belts. Um, And it's just like, no matter what you do, you're stuck in the same shit just like over and over again. It's over to interpretation, of course, but every time that part of the song comes on, I just feel so like moved, I guess is the best term. But uh, the radio broadcast to start it and the concept of how it gets into that is fascinating. Uh, Mike, what did you think about this song?
1: Wait, what, well, can you, just for a second, there's a radio broadcast, because for whatever was happening at the beginning of the song, I keep thinking I, my headphones are broken. No, uh, so,
0: I, I don't know how you, why you're thinking that, can you not hear
1: yeah. this? No, 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 for the beginning of the oh, song, man. whenever I listen to it, it sounds weird, and then I go to like, once it gets to the, a certain point, it sounds normal.
0: Uh, so the beginning of the is song, an effect? yeah, the beginning of the song is like an intro from a, he's switching through channels on yep. a radio station, so the. The first thing is, uh, I don't even remember. It's like some famous song. I think it's one like an opera or something. Didn't write it down, but he's he's flipping between channels and then he starts the guitar riff at the beginning in a like a distorted way, so it sounds like it's still playing on the radio. And then as it turns, oh, okay, that makes sense. He comes in with like a different version of the guitar to intro the song. Uh, Yeah, so
1: I liked comfortably numb more than this actually. Is that? The general people usually
2: agree you know? uh, i'm not sure pretty i close. wasn't around i'd say that's i'd say that's yeah. a pretty close like they're pretty close as far as ha- the way people feel about these songs um they're both huge huge hits in the rock and roll canon um this was what i said that when i said mike i had a surprise for you oh it's um, this the surprise is that not only like all right so obviously i don't i i have not liked any song up until this point <laughs> um but you but here the silver lining of this and that i was so psyched to be honest that i got to talk about this is my favorite song of all time like if i it's literally literally my favorite song of all time um okay, and jeremy good. i am a huge pink floyd fan as well um they're one of my favorite top five bands of all time good. them Beastie boys you know like that they're right there um they're very different obviously but like yes. just just the way i am um i i kind of jump all over the place um so this song, I, w- I was going to say, Jeremy, like it, the the radio broadcast and switching through the channels is an awesome like intro to the song. One yeah. thing I it absolutely it's the song that made me want to learn how to play guitar. And the first song I ever learned to play was this song um, okay. and to play. It starts with a it's very like uh, antithetical to how rock and roll works. It starts with the guitar solo. Right. Like yeah. it has The guitar solo is in the intro in the beginning that leads us into the main cor- uh, verse, um, which is obviously pretty unique. Um, and lyrically it's amazing. It's the most beautiful song I think ever written about whether you want to see it about fringe friendship. Some people might read it into like a romantic thing. Uh, it doesn't matter. You might take it a different way. I've been listening to the song since I was 13 years old. And I mean, you want to talk about like a nostalgia. Every time I hear the song, it never gets, I never get bored of it. Yeah. It's the only song I can listen to over and over and over again and never get bored of. Um, and I have to say, it's got to be like to me the greatest song ever written um, because of it. I love Gilmore's vocals on it. Like Waters wrote it, but Gilmore uh, sings on it and he yes. sings beautifully. Uh, the 12 string guitar is awesome. I love everything about this song. Um, and this album, which You Would Hear, is like probably my second favorite Pink Floyd album. What's your first? Um, my is first it. is Animals. Okay. Okay, that's respectable. I love I love animals. I think it's like a total like musical journey and trip. I love it. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's probably it's not like the most popular, but it's up there for people. Yeah, we it. know
0: we know who's winning uh this week then probably. Um,
2: <laughs> Mike. What, is that, what, what does that mean? Uh, well, did you make a top five? You did, right? Did you okay. make top five song? I I, I I I didn't. I made a top one. Well, okay. then we
0: definitely know who's winning this week because that's my number one too. I will admit that. That wish you were okay. here. So yeah, I can just write that down
1: now. is number okay. one.
0: Yeah, I can, I can, I can, I can tell you like. Yeah. Um,
2: Let. I can give you five if I had to, but.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay, so Mike, what was your next song? Let's oh, God. keep this going quick. Oh, okay. So just... uh, how you say this
1: is Bullshiton Mai" by Kino. Yes. uh Kino is a band that formed in like. Soviet Russia, I think, in, like, the yes. 80s?
0: Soviet Russia yeah. in the 80s.
1: Sort of a rock band. I don't know. I Actually, like, I, I listened to the song for a while, and I looked, like, doing research for this. I did not know that they were, like, a huge deal. Like, one of the biggest bands ever produced, like, in Russia in general. Yeah, like, the so you, Beatles, like We were talking earlier. Yeah, the Beatles of Russia. I had not... I thought they were, like, a...
0: Yeah, their their, their lead guy was, like, the James Dean of Russian society. His name was Victor Tots i don't know if i'm pronouncing that correctly but he wrote all the songs and uh they like they formed and they continue to like inspire as like the band to like look to in russia still to this day like he was like in movies they did all like the screaming kids chasing after cards like Beatles in the 60s but they did it in the late 80s did he die really young this guy uh, yeah, he died in a car crash coming back from a fishing trip. So he died like like James Dean. He died way prematurely. So he's like idolized in Russia as like. Right. Also, their lyrics were very heavy towards freedom and like against yeah. the Soviet Union. So they were sought at, like they were counterculture. So this
1: album, I think it's like, or like the main song of this album is like an anti-war song.
0: Yes. Yeah. They called they called their their rise to fame Kino Mania. In reference to Beatle Media. Media,
1: this song I actually don't know what it's even about. I
0: looked up the lyrics to like its English it's translation. Yeah, I've read it, and I like I have no idea what it's trying to say. It's open to interpretation and doesn't translate well. No, so. well that's the
1: thing, right? It's a yeah. terrible like localization.
0: Yeah, so on you, no one really knows. Like, like, people can't explain it, but
1: the song also has like one progression. I feel like, yeah, it's not very. Yeah, but I, I think it's fun. I think it's catchy. I like it
0: quick thoughts falco or is it just like a good
2: um i i was like what is this i didn't know what the hell i was like is this russian reggae i was like this is russian reggae it's, it's new wave is it it sounded like reggae yeah. to me and 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 i was like that's that's an oxyboron russian reggae think about it oh, right actually, nothing I... nothing nothing about russia says i laid back laid back laying back uh laid back in the what is have right here Sorry, nothing about Russia says laying back in the sun, digging the island sounds. You know, <laughs> like, I actually
0: like, did write in my notes, talking heads with Jamaican elements. So, yes, I got that same vibe.
2: Yeah, uh, so I had no idea who this was because it's Cyrillic. Like, I couldn't find the name of a band. And I was like, OK, I don't know what the hell yeah. it is.
0: Well, we Jamaican could have asked Russian.
2: <laughs> it was uh, Mike. I, I wasn't digging Dude, into care. their catalog. Dude, care, I didn't home want home to go home. any further. I was good.
0: <laughs> okay. So, but it's
2: the Beatles of Russia. You like the Beatles? Well, whoever I don't. Yeah, but but it's not the, not the Beatles. This is not the okay. Beatles.
0: <laughs> it's new wave. It's much different than the Beatles. Um. Okay. Uh, my next. It, it was a good song, I think overall. But really, I thought you didn't. Okay, whatever.
1: Yeah.
0: it was interesting to listen to.
1: Yeah.
2: Who's who put in Dawes?
0: I did. It's my song. Okay. I don't know why I pointed. <laughs> a little bit of everything by Dawes, 2011. Uh, do you want to say something about Dawes,
2: Falco? Is there anything? Um, I have, I have, um, I have a lot to say about this. This is the song that I have the most notes on. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh wow. jeez.
0: Okay. I mean, is I it love this bad song. Bad or good? <sighs> um, <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I well, love this well, song. Now I get. the I treatment.
2: Have a, I, I have, I have a good friend who tried to turn me on to this band, and I didn't like what she sent me right so i was like ah, i don't I don't like it right whatever but then i heard this one and uh and so uh, solidified my dislike of the band that's for sure oh, okay. well, <laughs> you had me on the Siegel, edge of my seat Siegel
1: was like you had me in the first <laughs> i you thought you were gonna be like turned around on it so Damn
2: so man. here's the thing like the the lyrics it's it's they're they're so mawkish like they're so like overly like sentimental in such a bad way <laughs> <laughs> um, Like it's so there. All right, so let me. Can I just this is where we start to quote, right? So, like the first verse is about like some jumper, some guy who's going to kill himself yep. and jumping off a building, right? Or, or off a bridge. And he's so it's like, um, old
0: state bridge, yeah.
2: Yeah, it's a little bit of everything that this is what this like character is saying. It's in the mountains, it's in the fog, it's in the news at six o'clock, it's in the death of my first dog. <laughs> yeah, oh, I mean, I, I, on, I really like that either. I, I like totally agree with that. So wait, so wait, it gets, so then like my automatic response, like I don't know if you guys know who Dennis Leary is, the actor comedian. Wait, uh,
1: I literally, I don't know. Never mind. Yeah, I know who he is. Yeah.
2: So so back in the early 90s, he had this comedy album called No Cure for Cancer. And at one point, he's talking about whiny, like just people whining about, about stuff. And he's like, life is hard, get a helmet. And that's literally what this like, seemed like to me. Falco, like, I'll tell
1: you about something, something about Dennis Leary after we finish recording. Oh,
2: Jesus. Okay. And, and then, so then, then the, there's one verse that's worse. Like, I don't even know. I stopped after like another one that I heard. Um, it's, there's about the old guy at the buffet. It's an old yep. man. So yep. th- there's a verse about it. This is people. If you're not, if you've never heard the song, just listen to this. One of the verses is about an old man at a buffet line. And he says <laughs> it's in the biscuits and beans. <laughs> I mean literally – and then he goes on the list. I didn't even write the rest of it down because it made me a little nauseous. So it, it, he goes on to list all the food that he likes. And I was just like these – So pile on me.
0: the mash, mashed potatoes and an extra oh. chicken wing. I'm giving yeah. a little bit of everything.
2: <laughs> that was freaking so bad. Oh my god. It's the worst lyrical Wait, hold on. Falco, can you, you make a bottom ever. five? I think that would be more interesting. <laughs> Totally, I got it. Yeah. I got it. This is number this is the worst. This, this is, is number one?
1: one. What? This is worse it. than Alone Together it. by Kai Dreams. You hate this more it. than that? That's amazing. It. I'm so happy. Okay.
2: I hated it because of these lyrics. I hate this it's more
0: than so my idea of fun. That's
2: I, I hate so this more sure. than anything I've ever heard, I think. Single um, wins or Razzies. I hated this song. I, I mean it. i got the I number
0: know. one and the worst so i think i still so would. so
2: so, uh, so he's it trying to be out. profound he's trying to be profound but instead he's like overly sentimental and cliche and lyrically cringy that was it like okay. oh it drove me crazy i hated it sorry okay. i'd was-
1: I, I have strong feelings for this but i like noticed that when i first listened to it when i when i listened to it again like what falco said about the lyrics and how like kind of ham-fisted it was i don't know if ham-fisted oh. is the term but
0: like it's three little vignettes and i think they're oh. great and... <laughs> the screw you guys
2: the, the chicken wing the chicken wing <laughs> line I'll have a little he i a chicken wing <laughs> with a little bit of everything
0: i'd rather listen to this than evidently chicken town uh, oh
2: no i, I think evidently chicken town at least is like i don't know i don't know what it is but it's not as bad as this
1: okay okay let's Do just guys skip my last two songs <laughs> I, I don't know. Do no, do no, no. Do I want to say, talk about. It. You, so tired. I'm so you see why? Do you see, why, no, do you see no. why
2: I was so excited to see? Wish you were here in here, like, because it was like, yeah. it was like a, a light like coming through the clouds.
0: <laughs> okay, my idea of fun, Mike. Do you want to say this really? That's quick? That's my song. I know, uh, but I'm saying uh, just. Yeah, okay. I don't know. This no. is kind of like a just, little like. This is Pat
1: the Bunny, I think. Uh, who yes, that's, is yes. Wingnut Dishwashers Union? He was like a, dude in like the punk like scene. I think he he like yeah he left recently for just uh, I he quit
0: going. he quit music he's a folk acoustic punk guy yeah uh, little banjo in the middle of this song which is an interesting choice
1: yeah I don't know, this is just like a punk anthem about like bumming about dealing with kid issues and shit I, it's That's certainly hard. I guess you can consider it punk uh, I mean it's not like punk in the way we were, were talking about before but it's just it's a wine more, song, more like, so it's the whiny punk yeah uh,
0: it, the other classics on this album are fuck shit up wah na na, fuck every cop who ever did his job and urine speaks louder than words which is funny uh, but you can kind of get the concept of this man just by the titles of his songs um is there anything else to add to this i i don't think it's
1: no can we just i don't, yeah. don't want to hear slander and
2: pat the bunny <laughs> I just said the same critique I had for front bottoms. That was it. That was okay. my
0: notes. okay. Okay, yeah. Josie the Glorious Sons, uh, twenty seventeen. It's like Canadian country music. Is they're from Canada, that's why it's Canadian. But uh, how is this country music? I don't know. It kind of has like and like country EDM,
2: pop, indie indie pop elements. I thought.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I don't think this is. Yeah. It you know protagonist Josie. She wears multiple she cross dresses and stuff so it's an interesting like idea uh but you know we found uh i found the band through uh spotify recommendations and i got into them at one point and then you know it kind of just like i don't know it kind of just settled over time i'm not as big into them anymore
1: No, this actually came up in my daily mix a few times i don't know why i don't think i've listened to it a lot Uh, but um, i like this song a lot more than the other songs on this playlist i don't it. It's a bit. it. I, don't, I don't think it, it
0: made uh, my top five, but yeah, Fal, what Falco said is just you know, it's uh, yeah. indie pop, but there's not much to go about it. Okay. I like the protagonist story that she cross dresses and stuff. It's an interesting little like jig, but nothing like uh, special about it. I'll i think. be
2: honest, yeah, I didn't I didn't find it terrible and I didn't find it great. Um, I and I didn't give it that much time. By the time I got to song thirteen, I was sort of, I was kind of tired. I was like. <laughs>
0: Oof. Okay, so let's get to fourteen then.
2: A of, no, it's a lot okay, of. Okay. And I don't mean it, let's just go no, to no, okay.
1: Kai Dream song. That's it. We know what a Kai Dream song is. Let's go to Falmei song. We don't need to talk about this. Oh, okay, Alone I, Together. I, I thought, I thought the last one
2: was interesting.
1: How? How is this interesting? Alone Together Alone by Together. Rookie and Kai Dreams. He's yes. what? Kai Dreams is like one of my favorites, but I don't think the song is very interesting. I think it's pretty straightforward, but it's good. I like it.
2: Well, what I thought was interesting is that like it was at first I thought it was a piano ballad, and then it turned into like a hip hop song
0: yeah yeah, that's a lot of and SoundCloud I, I wasn't
2: music. i wasn't yeah i wasn't expecting it and i'm not like and i you know I, I didn't love it or anything but i was like oh it just surprised me um as it turned into that overall it's not my kind of hip-hop but like i was like okay it's at least like you know it's it's trying something a little maybe different in my eyes but i guess you're saying it's like any soundcloud hip-hop but i wouldn't know because i don't listen to it but
1: i guess i'm just like super used to it to that yeah, style yeah, I think and, I yeah. think me and Falconetti's lens are just so different, like totally, yeah.
0: Which is it's allowed. Amazing.
1: Like I can't even begin to imagine.
0: Okay, let's get into the, the two. Yeah, I want to talk about his me. music because they're both really yeah, good.
2: So your music, Falco, what were Mine's your...
0: not
2: mine. Well, <laughs> I I yeah. You guys asked me. if I said, can I send you your guys picks. a couple
1: of songs? Yes. Falconetti's I, I, "Impossible I sent, Germany."
2: I sent you two songs: "Impossible Germany" by Wilco and uh, "Into My Arms" by Nick Cave. In The bad seats,
0: yeah. Um, I falco, do you like the
1: Silver Jews? I do, it kind of reminds me of that. So, what reminds you of that? I don't know, maybe I just listened to both of them and it formed this like vibe in my head and I made me think of Silver Jews.
2: Oh, wow, yeah, neither one of these bands sound like Silver Jews, that's weird. Okay, uh, I do like them.
0: It's World War II Meets Jeff Tweedy, which is always. An interesting combination when Jeff Tweedy's involved, uh, because it's like vague as hell. Just like kind of, yeah. I don't. It, I know it's about World War II, but like again, or, are... or is it? Or
2: or is it? Is it about a relationship? Well, appa- apparently, else? he came no, out no. later
0: and released "Impossible Japan" and like reversed the lyrics or something in like Impossible a later release.
2: Japan is a real song. Yeah, like I the... haven't heard. I haven't heard that. Pog. Yeah,
0: I read no, about it. it like,
2: no. I have to. I have to. I have to look into that because I don't know how I would have not heard of this. Okay. Um. So
0: I like that song. I mean, I knew Wilco. I recommended Wilco for to Mike. So I mean, I was familiar with them. Uh, the "Into My Arms" song by uh, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. I knew because it was in "About Time," the film, and that's like one of my favorite films. I'm sure Falco has critiques on my pick for favorite film, but I, I haven't seen that. Oh, it's so good! It's Taka, a What's your favorite
2: movie. film? Oh, Jesus, it's too hard. Too hard. I can't do my time
0: traveling rom com is about time, so sci fi elements with time travel, and it's brilliantly written and the score is amazing too. It's from like 2013. I'm I think sure.
1: maybe this is the one that reminded me of Silver Jews, like just deep voice, low it's like slow. I don't know that song. Random rules that made me think of that.
0: Hmm. Okay. I don't know. Um, but I, I did like a very song. very
1: base like conception of this
0: music. I I I'd heard the song before, but I never uh like knew who Nick Caves was or anything. But Australian alt rock punk rock
2: punk. he he started off in the 70s yeah he started in the 70s with a band called the birthday party and they were a punk rock band and then as he got into the 80s he left that and he went on a solo career and he's been at that solo career ever since um and he is if you want to check out a guy who you can like lose yourself in his work he's not only that he's a novelist he's a screenwriter he's done everything um okay and he's an incredible artist like incredible i would recommend a book to you if you guys want a light read you could read um i forget what's the actual title but it's um it's the Nick Cave um, graphic novel, and it's a biography of Nick Cave told in graphic novel form. Okay. and and it's freaking incredible. Like the artwork's amazing, and it his story is so amazing. It's just he's he's an interesting guy, and he has a, a blog. Or you called, can just uh, listen.
1: Uh, you can just listen to the podcast that you made all about Nick Cave. There's a whole episode about cool. it,
2: right? That's right. I, that was my episode where I chose everything was Nick Cave. So I had a, the that novel, that graphic novel. I had. Um, an album by Nick Cave, and I also had uh, his his most recent album, and I had um, a movie that he wrote. Damn, so, um, that was our episode. So, but the point is, he is like an, a a real interesting artist. Whether you like him or not, like you want to understand like uh, the creative mind, he's an interesting guy to study. And this is a song that it's about a guy who sort of almost finds, um, almost finds God in 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 a in his love for a woman. Like it's yes. a really interesting, really beautifully written song, and it's just him and a piano. It's great.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a really big ballad, like uh, like you said, dichot uh, it's the dichotomy. Oh god, I'm scared to use big words around you. Dichotomy. Uh, yeah, you said it. Of his beliefs and like his love interests, beliefs are like intermingling, and like he has to decide what is worth it. It's very mm-hmm. very deep meaning. Uh, if you're a lyrics guy, I think this song is very big into the deep meanings. Um. Crazy!
1: Like I tried Baritone so hard.
0: Voice.
1: Oh I tried yeah! So hard to get into Nick Cave forever, and I like wasn't working. And then I listened to this song, and I was like, you know what? This is good as hell. Why? How have I not heard this song yet? Okay. So I think maybe this is my gateway into Nick Cave.
0: Too excellent.
2: To be Nick honest, days. it's definitely one of the ones that I liked before I got into him because it took me a while to get into him. It, he wasn't like right away. I was all like into Nick Cave. It, yeah. It no, I a... haven't broken through yet. So. Yeah. Acquired taste. Okay. So
0: just in order to move things along, because I feel horrible for keeping you this long. Um, uh, oh, Falco, a while. Yeah. I know. So Falco, do you want to say your top five, if you have one, or your bottom five, if you want to be different and like out there?
2: All right. If well, obviously, wish, wish you were here with top any list. So it doesn't, That's that goes without saying. Um, right. If I had to go with a uh, bottom five, I would say at the very bottom let me see if I can work my way to, to the worst. Uh, I didn't you, really said like... what
1: you, you said what like... your
2: least favorite would be. Yeah, yeah I did. Uh, least favorite would have been the Dawes song. Okay. Um, I will say Wingnut Dishwashers is right right down there. Um, I won't give you a particular order, but I'll just give you a five that I just really couldn't yes. take. Uh, Wingnut. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um... Yeah, I am good. I'm topping the rest of this list. Definitely.
0: Um, <laughs> I mean, I got the worst, so yeah, uh, I got the best and the worst. I'm follow,
2: follow my feet, yep. Spring oh, and storm, okay. spring and oh, storm was absolutely there. Dagger. I, I, Absolute I dagger, couldn't did, take the tally hole. And, um, ah, anytime you throw sticks in my way, I'll chop it down. Okay, so, sticks. we'll Fine. go with sticks,
1: wow, okay. wait. So, Seagull has more songs than that than I do. That was yeah, very not, surprising. Let's, not,
2: let's dive into that.
0: Uh, no, let's dive into that. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's not talk about that. Nickelback's okay. still better. Um, better than what? Everything. Nickelback tops everything. Uh, nickelback would be at top of any of those bottom fives for anybody. Shh,
2: child. Okay.
0: Uh <laughs> Falconetti, <laughs> back me up. Why are you saying <laughs> anything? No, no, no. Oh, all right.
2: Uh, Nickel nickelback is horrendous. So what are you can do?
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh yeah. well we'll we'll say our top five
2: they make sticks, they make sticks look like Led Zeppelin.
0: Jesus. Uh, do you want to stick around for our top five or do you want to go now, Falco? No, I'll
1: or stick around.
0: What do you want to do? Okay. I'll stick around. So, top five, Mike. So. Okay. You want the to go for five. your
1: top five? Yeah. Number yeah. five, Atmosphere. Okay. Four, uh, Boshutun Mai. Three, Into My Arms. Two, Impossible Germany. And one, Spring in a Storm, baby, of course. <laughs> Hell yeah.
0: Okay. Big uh, so totally did get, not
1: make the <laughs> list.
2: You get to include your own songs in your top five?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I know. I, we, like, we, we, just, we thought a lot about that. I don't know if that works. Um, but I think, like, so far, it's been a good uh, distribution of my songs and Seagull songs that I've been putting on.
0: But I've been winning, mostly. You have to admit that. Overall. Yeah. I've been yeah, no, you, you're trying especially this week, you're up 3-1. So, yeah. yeah. We're
1: keeping score of, like, how many people, like, who gets the best song each week.
0: So, so okay. I guess he wins this week. Since we're including Falco's songs, that was a discussion we had. Um, five is Spring in a Storm. I, had, I still like that song. Four is Into My Arms. Three is A Little Bit of Everything. And I know Falco hates me for that. Two is Radio Silence by Sticks. And one is Wish You Were Here by Pink Floyd. So although we differ in some aspects, uh, overall, we still hit Wish You Were Here as the best song, which that's, means that's all that's important if we use falco as the this the as a competitor in this week
1: no yeah i feel like the guest should be competitive so yeah you won the
0: sure. wish you were here wins again yeah. or i yeah. win again as the top song um which i'm happy about um, only one week one well don't worry kai dreams is coming up so you definitely win that probably because you recommend four songs by the same artist so you stacked the odds against me how is that stacking the odds because I'm probably going to have to pick one of those Kai Dream songs in the top five. So he's probably going to win. Anyway, that's next week, actually. So stick around for that. Um, but okay, winner of this week is Wish You Were Here. And I want to thank Tom Falconetti, host of the one book, one album, one movie, one film. <laughs> one, film. <laughs> <laughs> one book, one album, one film. Podcast, which you can also go. You can yes, you can go listen yeah, to it. Listen that,
2: it. That, yeah, thanks, it Eddie.
1: Eddie. I need to apologize to the Tally Hall Tumblr fans for not putting up a valid defense and not doing the song justice. But
0: yeah. <laughs> the thanks so, also. Uh, he can listen to his podcast. It'll be in the description, the link to it. um So go listen to it. Uh, maybe at some point he'll upload a new episode. Who knows?
2: yeah we've little. been talking about having like sort of a what what have we been up to lately episode <laughs> and then you know getting ready to do one in person when spring hits uh and
1: so it is one. it is still
2: alive it's still alive yeah yeah we'll we'll be back we're just on hiatus we're oh, working awesome. on an extended hiatus so what happens mike is uh we still have to do the episode where we have uh like fan choices and we still and um did i make it what i what i've decided on doing is taking one from each so we're going to take probably one of yours yes your your i was going awesome. to cuz i wanted to spread oh, it out goodness. so that like it's not just one person so like i you know might take your uh, film your film recommendation which i really liked which i believe was tokyo yeah, story tokyo right? story yeah i yeah. love that it's a great movie um, but it's we'll see one of, one of the uh, three we'll do definitely so you um, guess what have... my
1: my song recommendation was what sportsman
0: <laughs> oh good i actually love that song yeah that inspired this playlist was that song it's my favorite um,
1: song ever
2: but uh yeah but we anyway. gotta do that i want to do a, i want to do an all baseball episode in the spring yes Yeah. so like the whole episode will be around baseball somehow i actually think there's like no good baseball movie besides money like i
1: hate like Bullshit. all of the baseball movies oh old
2: dorms amazing yeah Durham's amazing. And How can you Bill just
1: Green. call Dawes like corny and then say Bull Durham's amazing? <laughs> it is. It is. How There's is Bull taste. Durham corny?
0: There's taste
2: there. Bull like, is just, funny. I don't know. Yeah. Is it? Susan Sarandon's pretty sexy in that movie. Come on. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> 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 Great movie. Didn't expect that. Uh, um, So,
0: Yes. Thank you, Tom Falconetti, for being on the podcast again. Uh, if you care to follow us on all social media, we are at JM Radio Podcast. The link to next week's ep- uh, playlist will be in the description and on all of our Instagram, TikTok, whatever the hell else we're on. And rate and review us. Share us with your friends. Thank you so much again, Falconetti or Falco.
2: Guys, it's been a pleasure. Absolute yeah, uh,
0: blast. Thank you so much, It's been dope. And, thanks uh, for having me. You got some listening to do. Yeah. Oh, should, we, should I focus on it? Or whatever. It's fine. You want to say our, our exiting line? You got some listening to do? hey, eh? yeah. yeah. Go ahead.
2: People, you got some listening to do.
0: <laughs> there we go. Okay, yeah, baby. Thank you.